Welcome to episode 13 of The World and Everything You Need to Know. My name is Eric. There are two ways to contact the show. TWAEYNTK at gmail.com and TWAEYNTK on Twitter. The single largest culprit for intellectual decline in the United States is the public education system. The erosion of the public education system is systemically present throughout the entire strata from elementary school up through and including postgraduate education. Some of the causes for the disintegration are purposefully calculated and malignant, while other destruction comes from misguided good intent. A large contributing factor are the cuts to federal and state spending on education. Conservatives frequently cite education budgets for cuts because most politicians attended private schools. They don't see any real benefit of public education. They also send their children to private schools as well, so they really don't care what happens to the public education system. When there is a reduction in funds, that dictates whether or not new facilities can be built, the amount of maintenance and upkeep that is done on current facilities, how frequently new textbooks and other teaching materials are bought, and the amount of money that can be paid to public school teachers. To put this into perspective, it's the politicians who say that money is being wasted put into public education. In 2015, the big five oil companies in the United States earned a profit of over $150 billion, yet they still received $5.4 billion in tax breaks. Politicians say, we can't take this away from the corporations, otherwise they won't be able to make a profit. Another reason they give for not taking away that tax break is prices at the pump will shoot through the roof. Now, let's take a look at this here. $150 billion and $5.4 billion in tax breaks. When people take a look at the budget allocated for public education, it looks like a lot. This is an unfair representation because it covers the entire strata the money is not distributed evenly. Instead, there is a portion allocated to special education, a portion allocated to preschool, etc. And then they get into the colleges and universities and they will give one institution more money than another because they see more potential that could come out of it through research and development or whatever else. On a different political front, something that is crippling public education is politicians vying for the removal of different courses from schoolwork. In the past, music and arts have been removed, which is detrimental to education because it's shown that these type of outlets, especially in younger years, are essential for creativity and that creativity translates into problem-solving capability. 
Another area that was cut was physical education because politicians said, well, we don't need to waste money on the equipment and waste time on that because kids run around on their own. What we've seen in the past several decades is in those early developmental years, children are being exposed to many different things in their public education. And when part of that is physical education, that gives children an opportunity to develop a love and interest for physical activity. Recently in Texas, up for debate was the removal of science courses and higher mathematics from public education because they were too difficult and not practical in everyday use. Mathematics is an essential skill to learn. Science has to do with the understanding of one's environment and understanding mechanically and theoretically how things work. Another point integral with mathematics and science is critical thinking skills. Removing higher mathematics and science is without a doubt detrimental. But again, politicians are not concerned about this. They actually hope for this to happen because they themselves no longer depend on public education or never depended on public education and their children are getting a private education where all of these courses are more than thoroughly covered. When you have a population with underdeveloped critical thinking skills, that allows politicians to manipulate the public much easier. Along the same lines are the attempts to include creationism as required classes in the school system, or even to include creationism at all. A fundamental problem with this is creationism is a Christian belief. Christianity is religion, and religion has no place in government-funded education. There is nothing wrong with teaching creationism or wishing to believe in it. In fact, there are designated places called churches where creationism is taught. And if parents believe their children need additional instruction in the area of creationism, there is something called Sunday school. This is completely voluntary because not everybody is Christian. The point is, a belief system has no place in public education. The reason businesses and politicians want religion integrated into public education and to take the place of science and other courses that develop critical thinking skills is religion has a general underlying philosophy that things just happen and there is nothing people can do except be polite and stop asking so many questions. Another recent introduction to public education that is without a doubt very detrimental is the idea that everybody is equal, everybody is a winner. Ideally, yes, we would all like this to be true and everybody should be treated equally. However, not everybody performs at the same level. Some people excel in science, some people excel in English, some people excel in physical education. That's part of the reason why there's this grading system is to see how an individual is doing compared to the rest of the class. With no child left behind, 
If children received grades below a certain mark, the teachers and the administration were penalized. What this ended up doing was more of the teacher's time was spent with these individual students, and that ended up taking away from the time that could be spent with the rest of the class. As a whole, the class suffered. The educators saw their jobs on the line and ended up falsifying grades to push these kids through so they didn't get salaries cut or get fired for simply doing their job. Don't get me wrong. Individuals with learning difficulties do need special attention. That's why there traditionally have been special education classes. This is another modern problem that was put in place with only the best intent. Integrating learning disabled individuals into the classroom, getting taught the same materials at the same rate, two things are going to happen. The people with learning difficulties are not going to understand or benefit from the majority of what's going on. And the teacher is going to have to spend more of their time with these people who need more attention. That takes away from the rest of the class. Their normal education is lowered, and the exceptional students who could benefit quite substantially from extra attention are brought down to more of an average level. This is a lose-lose-lose situation. Nobody is benefiting by having people with learning difficulties in regular classes. The argument for the people being there is putting them in their own classes and giving them special attention. This is very degrading to them. It's dehumanizing and it doesn't allow them to socialize naturally. This sounds convincing on paper, but in practice, this makes no sense because, in fact, exceptional students get one-on-one -on -one special attention as well to help hone their abilities, and that's seen as a good thing, taking them off individually, giving them special guidance to help their exceptional abilities. At the collegiate level, 20 or 30 years ago, colleges adopted a for-profit business model. What this means is, in order to make ends meet and to increase their profitability, they loosen the standards for admission. People who do not normally score high enough on exams to make it into these institutions of higher learning are admitted because the institutions want those people to pay tuition. If this was all that the colleges and universities did, it would end up reflecting bad on them because a statistic they put out to help drive up the number of people who want to attend that school is the average grade point of the people who graduate from the university, along with other statistics like job placement, etc., etc. In order to keep this grade point at a respectable level or even a very high level, what they've had to do is loosen their grading standards. Part of what they've done in order to do this is they remove more of the difficult classes from the core curricula. The problems that are occurring are compounding over time.
It is important to understand that the erosion of public education is gradual. It does not happen all at once. It is bit by bit. Reducing the budget one year and then reducing it by a couple more percentage points the next year or five years in the future compounds itself into a very big problem. But because it slowly happens over time, many people don't recognize the disintegration as it is happening. In the United States, there is no question corporations own politicians and use them to change laws and regulations that favor large business entities. This is not limited to tax loopholes and subsidies like the oil companies benefit from. It includes a restructuring and reshaping of society and its standards that greatly benefit corporations while limiting the power of the average individual. Corporations want an uneducated public. Undereducated individuals have a harder time realizing when businesses are taking advantage of them. Corporations know that an ignorant population is less likely to raise concern when problems are recognized, and ignorant individuals are frequently unaware of legal rights they may have and legal recourse that can be taken. In their ideal, Corporations want consumers who are easy to manipulate. They don't want people with critical thinking skills. They want a population of consumers who are willing to accept whatever claims corporations wish to make and a consumer base that is willing to accept whatever corporations wish to do.